This episode was sponsored by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino hip-hop-inspired streetwear apparel. Visit santos-threads.com. Hey, you are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast. Welcome. One more time, coming at you. Episode number 20. With your host, Santos. Proud owner of Santos Threads. Of course, as you all know, joining you once more on the Santos Says Podcast. We hear episode number 20. Time goes by fast when you're having fun, folks. That's just the way it goes. So I'm happy here to be here with you on episode number 20. On this episode, I will have a special guest. Um, joining me today will be a very, you know, this is a long time coming because this, this individual, and I'll explain the story as well a little bit as well when he's here, but the individual who will be joining me today uh, on this episode is someone who has been putting it down for a while. He has his podcast. He's somebody who's definitely more... Um, who's been around. He's been around and he's someone who is a podcaster himself, a social media influencer, positive energy, a positive guy, a person who is um, really is all about putting pe- positive messages out there, talks about relationships, talks about um, all kinds of different topics. I mean, he's he's really good. I, I kind of look at him like um, almost like the therapist who's off the cuff, very good listener. His name is LJ Rivera. Um, and he's actually a person I've known for a little while now off the behind the scenes, but um, someone who I, I've been wanting to connect with and our schedules just never aligned, but I'm glad that we actually were able to get together um, to do this. Um, he has a podcast called uh, the Live It, Love It, Fuck It podcast, which I love the name. It's a great name, and it really it, it, he's really on brand with that. So um, he's someone who I've been wanting to have on the show for quite some time. I'm glad that we were able to get our make our schedules work, and um, quite frankly, I'm glad to have him on the on the show today. Um, we're gonna talk about a couple of different things. I, I you know we talked offline a little bit, and I felt like we we had a lot of commonalities. And um, you know, one of the things we want to talk about, obviously, is uh, we'll talk about relationship stuff because he does a lot of great relationship stuff from a, from a guy's point of view. And um, certainly, I, I, you know, I want to be able to chime. I want to hear him chime in on that. So we'll talk about some of that. We'll talk about him as far as uh, what he's up to. His podcast, he's very active in the podcast game. He's, um, he's someone who... Um, is is always putting out content, somebody who's always looking to do different things, push the edge, uh, push the boundaries, and really be himself. You know, he's got a different style. Um, I've told him that he's a real good listener, and I, I really like that style. It's almost like the off-the-cuff, um, kind of like the uh, off-the-cuff, uh, after-hours therapist, if you will. So uh, we're going to have him join us and... Um, Definitely just interested in hearing what he has to say. We'll talk about his content, how he came up with the idea of his podcast. A couple other things, too. We'll pick his brain. We'll talk a little bit about his music. He's a big-time freestyle fan, um, which he likes freestyle music. And um, 
and that we'll talk about relationships. We'll talk about all kinds of things. We'll, we'll get into it. Definitely. It's going to be great. So um, looking to have him on and um, he should be joining me momentarily. Uh, just looking to, um, you know, just, just looking to, to get him um, out here and, and to join me. And, um, and he should be here any, any minute or so. And um, once he's here, we'll, we'll definitely we'll, we'll hook up. We'll we'll, um, we'll link up. It's definitely um, it's been a long time coming, man. Because it, it one of the things that I love about this this whole thing is that I never, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I had never um, envisioned that I would be um, with a podcast. You know, I never. This was not in my plans per se. But um, it was not on my plans per se, right? I mean, I was one of those guys who was content with having his clothing, uh, online clothing store, just selling that, selling my clothing, um, my merch, just marketing that, and, and, and away we go. That was my thing. But, like, I, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, man, it made sense that I would actually do this podcasting um, because – it was something I kind of thought about in the back of my mind. I just didn't know how to start nothing. I mean, I, I had no idea. When you do these things, you don't know anything. You don't know how to start. But one of the greatest pieces of advice that I got, which was from him, was from LJ Rivera. One of the best pieces of advice I got. I remember. I don't know if he's going to remember this. He may not. He may or may not. When I was telling him, I remember telling him, I'm, I want to start a podcast. I remember telling him this. And... One of the things he told me was like, press record. Like, that was it. Like, I remember him telling me something to that effect. And he's here. And um, he's going to join the, show, uh, join the show right now. I'd like to introduce to the show, LJ Rivera. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Listen, uh, long time coming, right? Long time coming. We couldn't get those schedules to align, but. No, I appreciate you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm but, just, um, yeah. just, you know how it is, bro. Your families and all that, kids, and then this work. And that's the same. I call it an after dark show because that's the only time you you know if you're available is after nighttime. After dark, yeah, like <laughs> that's a fact, man. It's it, it's crazy, but we're here now. I'm glad to have you on. Um, first of all, I was just telling briefly a story about how, um, kind of like how we cross paths a little bit because you. You've been in the game for a while. So, like, I remember watching you as I I saw you. Remember, I saw you on another platform. I don't remember which one it is now. I, I It escapes me. I saw I was on YouTube. I saw you on there. I was a fan literally just watching. I was just a, comment, uh, uh, a spectator. And you didn't know me, right? I didn't know you. Little did nope. we know that, that this is what you did. And you talked about it, and then you know I went and I found you on Instagram, and that's how it happened. But like at that time, I was just selling my clothing. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I think I want to do this podcasting. And so you were, you know, you may not know this, but you were somebody who kind of you influenced me in that you made it. I don't know how to explain it. Like you kind of made it feel like, all right, you know what. Now, I don't want to say it. I'm not saying like if he could do it, I could do it. I don't want to say it because I feel like that's kind of that's kind of an insult. I don't mean that that way. I look at it more like 
Just fucking do it. Just fucking do right. Just fucking do it, kid. Like, and I, I don't know what it was. Something about your presence just kind of like slapped me in the face and just said, "Yo, just just do it." I mean, it, it it took me a while to start, but at the same time, I remember it was um one of my friends. Ironically, she started her own show, and I want to be supportive because you know what? The more practice you get, the more screen time you get, the more you get better. So absolutely, that's how I did. You know, you just jump in and just do it. And I think that's the whole concept of the live it, love it, fuck it uh, theory. It's just a fuck your face. Just do it already. Do it well, then, and, you know. Well, there you go. You walked right into my trap. You just set me up nicely. So where did you... <laughs> nah, so where did you... Where did this come from, this concept? Was this something that you just were like... It was steaming inside of you and you're like, I got to do this, but you didn't know how? Or tell me, explain the concept of your, of your podcast. So it, the theory behind all of it, I mean, it goes through life. It goes through, you know, your life experience. Uh, and it started pretty much in 2013, a friend of mine's, we were working and we started a job that we had no, no skill set about. And, you know, it's a job that you had really had to hustle and you really had to pretty much get your feet wet in the social service field. So working with people, people older than you, people that don't give two shits about you pretty much. And, you know, and you got to go in there and say, guess what? You got to somehow convince these people to trust you. So there were times that, I, you know, when you're young, you don't want to make mistakes, especially as an elderly, like probably young father I was at the time. I had a brand newborn. So I wanted to do the best decision making as possible. Because, you know, when you're young, you don't give a shit what you do. You just live life for the fullest. So that's why I say live it. It's part of just the growing part. Live it, you know. The loving side of it is loving. You love yourself, love somebody. And you all know how that works when you love somebody else. You know, all the rules just fall sometimes out of place. Yeah. Yeah. But we the always fucking said part this. of it. <laughs> Right. No, no, no. But, but the fucking part of it is when people tell you that you can't do something or people think that you got to follow the trade, follow the train ride, follow the tracks, you can't think outside the box. That's what the fuck is side of it. Because instead of me busting my butt nine to five doing a job that they told me this is what you got to do to make money. I pretty much took it to the next level by saying, if I keep on doing this, I'm only going to continue what you're telling me to do. So if I start looking outside the box and put them together, you never know. And then ever since that mode, it just helped me out with work, with life, um, just being outside like an extrovert as a person. So you kind of get like like you were able to kind of because people don't a lot of people don't realize this. Like when we're when we're really young. Right. You know how we're like when we're 18, 19 years old, we think we know everything. And what we don't realize is what's going to come, what's going to happen and how we're going to go through all these evolutions. You know, 20, 20 to 25, 25 to 30, 30 to 35. You're still evolving. Like people think, think oh, yeah. right? It's a street world. You know what? When you're young, so I'm I'm 36 years old. I'm 35. So there we you the go. Same. So, we're the same. Age. So growing so growing up, you know, the people that were your influence, the people that gave you advice, were people in the hood. Right. Right. OGs. The exactly. OGs. Like, exactly. You know, the story the stories you've heard growing up are the ones they told you. Or the ones you only see with your eyes. Right. But what you see around the way. Like, yeah. Exactly. But nowadays, the way things are now, you don't need that. You can just go on YouTube pretty much and you could learn anything you want about whatever you want in life because it's there. So back then, whatever you were raised in, you feel like you knew better. Like, oh, I'm going to give you some life advice, kid, about how to talk to women or how to make money at age 15. Don't be stupid. And of course, you're thinking, ahead, oh, shoot, I'm going to take that advice. And when I get older, I got this. But then when you become a parent and you start working in a different field, different world, you're like, yo, half that shit doesn't apply to me anymore. Doesn't change. Now, what, it changes. Yeah, 
you take the playbook. Basically, it's a playbook that you get, right? And it's like, well, it's like you're starting a game. You get a playbook. Just take that shit and throw it, rip it. It's done. Doesn't Every apply. playbook has to modify. No one can have to have the same playbook. And this is something I tell a lot of people when I speak to them. You're not the same person you are every two or three years, every five years. If you're still the same person after five to 10 years, then my question is, have you evolved? Have you become the best version of yourself? And that's the thing about what I do in my podcast. I give people the, the open mic to say, you know what? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about anything that you feel that was something important for you in your life. And let's take it to the next level. It's, it's interesting you say that because I, I think a lot of your style also, and, and I, I kind of, I hinted at this, I hinted this at you as well. A lot of your style reminds me of a therapist that's off the clock, if you will, right? <laughs> it reminds me after hours, after hours therapist. So how, how much a, of a role has your professional career? Because I, I was thinking, and I knew, I did know that you were in that because of how I met you, because on that platform that you were on, you mentioned, you talked about it briefly, but then I, it reflects so much in your work that you work in social services or some sort of uh, social work. So how did that influence you? So pretty much, you know, like I said, when you streets life, book life, but you know what? I give credit to my therapist because I was therapy. I went to like three different therapists growing up. And I was always one thing a therapist always told me is that a therapist needs a therapist. Everyone <laughs> yes. needs help. Yes. No such thing as that person needs help. So when I grew up, I'm thinking in my head, yo, my mother, my father, my cousins, people that I look up to, they need a mentor. Everyone needs a freaking mentor. The catch is, as we get older, do you evolve your mentorship or do you stick with the same person? Because at the end of the day, you got to be open-minded to say, you know what? Yeah, this person guided me through my teen years but now i'm a grown-ass person i'm a father and maybe that style doesn't fit with me maybe i need to look at another playbook or you know multiply the playbook so all that played into a role of my life because what the thing is this and um it's, it's interesting because i have never been able to speak about it in my pocket as much but helping people feels good but listening is better because people think that just meeting someone for a few minutes you could solve their issues like that no. When deep down inside, you you know, little by little, if you just listen carefully, they want more than just, yo, can you guide me to get a job? Can you guide me to get into GD program or can you help me, you know, get you know, solve myself rehab or something? Because that's the type of work I did. I went into a field that I felt I felt comfortable with because one, it paid the bills, but two, I could relate to it. You know, growing up I seen people with addiction, low income, poverty. And I realized no one gave them a support because there was always judgment by the way they look, the way they talk, or what kind of lifestyle they live that people say, uh-uh, this person ain't gonna go far, I'm not gonna waste my time. Uh, and, and you're right, and a lot of that happens, in, and we live in a society where there's always gonna be preconceived notions um, about where you've come from or what your background, your ethnic background, socioeconomic uh, status, all that stuff. What what is where did you grow up? Tell me a little bit about your story now. I don't I don't you don't have to get too <laughs> deep, right? I just want to just to have like the basis, like just to kind of understand you a little. So, bit. Uh, this is this is the way I look at it. This is the way I tell a lot of people. Um, first born generation born here. Uh, both my father and my mother come from South America, and pretty much when they came here, typical you know you work your ass off, but you know it's hard because you can't evolve as the same way as someone born here you know, the English language and all that. Right. But 
what I realize is growing up, you don't really see that because they do their best to prevent you from seeing that stuff. Just go to school and learn. But then when you get older and older, you realize, oh, I can't afford those stuff. I can't afford those brand new tins. I can't afford them. Those, you know, those Jordan, those Jordan's 11 that first came out. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, you know what? I want to make money because the mindset when you're young is go to school. When you turn 18, make money or go to college. 100%. So I kept on seeing my family the way they are. Great, humble people who were never given the opportunity to take the next leap because they played it safe. They played it safe in life. It was survival mode. Survival mode. Exactly. So my grandfather was my mentor. My my grandfather today is 91 years old. God bless you. Thank you so much. And he's like, I actually have his name. I'm the third. So my lifestyle has always been that. My family has always been very conservative in doing the right thing in life, but never been able to take that leap chance to play what if. So I felt like, you know what? My family didn't come to this country just to sit back and just play the what if, just play safe. No, I'm going to go out there and make mistakes. I'm going to do whatever it is. Because well, it's your turn. Day, it's yeah, your turn because now. At the end of the day, as long as I can stand up, as long as I'm still breathing, why not? If I fail today, oh man, I think I failed a good like 200 times, man. But that's my lifestyle mm-hmm. now. That's the way I look at it. Very conservative. Once I hit those teens and 20s, I realized, hell no, man. I didn't come here just to be ordinary. I'm here to take a shot at something. So that's what I, I do now. I, I keep on doing before. And that's what I help other people on my podcast. Everyone I speak to, I try to motivate them in any way possible to do them. My last podcast I just did last two weeks ago, I'm helping her to, to open up her own YouTube page. Because why? Because she wants to do it. So I'm like, guess what? I got you. You know, if no one's going to push you, I'm going to push you. You wow. know, because that, that's, the, that's the thing. You got to push people because I don't want to be like, yo, Santos, I know you. And you tell me you want to do something, but you're not able to do it. So I'm say, fuck it, do it. And if I can help you in any way possible, fuck it, I'll help you too. You, it's and, crazy. You know, and you have a, no, you're right. And, and you have this weird and and I mean it in a good way because I I observe people very well. I observe like we haven't gotten a chance to really talk like that, but we've you know we've talked a little bit here and there, you know, over the months and stuff. Um, I observe people very well. I saw your content. I I see your TikToks. Even though I don't I don't like TikTok. I'll be honest with you. We've we've talked about this. I'm I, whatever. That's another story for another day. Maybe whatever. <laughs> I don't like it, but I like what you do with it, which is fine. I think it works for you. You know, everybody's got a different personality is not really my style, but I can appreciate the value. But what you do, I you have a very it's positivity. It's but it's it's not cheesy. You know, it's not cheesy positivity like, oh yeah, well, you know, everybody's gonna skip, you know, we're gonna skip across the yellow brick road and we're all gonna just, you know, rainbow skittles are gonna come out of the sky. Like, no, it's very real. You know, it's very real. It's very um what do you call it? I, I like, I don't know, like I like the style and I could see how you could motivate people because you kind of did that for me without you realizing it. You did I mean, like, yeah. I was a logo, bro. I was a logo, a logo, a I logo. Mean, look at you. Look at you. Look at you now. You have everything. I mean, this is the way I tell people. I'm not your ordinary motivator. I keep it straight up with people. I'm no, not I your am. ordinary motivator. And I always tell people. We're all, we all have something to learn. We all can learn from somebody else. And as long as we hear carefully and listen carefully, man, we could do so much wonders because you have a story. I have a story. Whoever listens to this, they all have a story. They could all be sitting with us right here too, doing the exact same thing. And I think that's what it is. Why not? 
the whole shit is why not push? And and it might like my TikToks. I just want to. I did TikTok to be honest with you. Besides the pandemic and all that, yeah, yeah. because yeah, of course it was also it was also a way to reach out to people. Because here's the thing about uh, something that I kind of take personal. I, I there was a time that I was very cocky about helping people. Like, I got you. Work with me. I got you. Right, if you trust right. me, if you put your heart into it, we can do it together. You have a higher probability, which is working with me together to take the next step. Then things hit me bad, and then you know what? I decided to you know crawl up and say you know what. I need to rebuild myself all over again. But little did I know some of the people that look up to me that I didn't know or talk to me in the most like frequent way for guidance, I isolated myself. And there was a time that I was helping a, a good friend of mine from like age six, I know for almost like 25 years, and she went through some overdose. And oh it God. was really, and it was like, she came to me, she's like, yo, I want to get better myself. I'm a parent, I'm doing my thing. And I'm like, I got you, you know, you know we're kids. We're all grown-ups. Don't be ashamed of shit. Let's do this. You know, we're still friends. And then little by little, things got positive. You know, got a job, went back to school. And things got better and better. And then when things hit me hard, me thinking, yo, I got to rebuild myself, my self-care, I pretty much ignore my phone. Next thing you know what, I'm like, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. It was too late when I got that phone call. I got that oh, phone call saying, God. yo, this person passed away and you know, come to the funeral. And I'm like, let me just check my last WhatsApp message. And I'm like, yo, you know, going scrolling back, I'm like, damn, that shit hurt me. So the way I look at things in life is, although I go, I was cocky and I can help anyone at the moment, you helping a few people, that feels great. But if at the moment, TikTok is considered the largest social media platform, yeah, why not show positivity? Why not show some of what you have there maybe somewhere somewhere in a different state could look at it and be like you know what you know that's cool i believe in that you know and i like this mentality and that's the way it is because there's a lot of hate in this fucking world yeah. a lot of hate too much think about think about the pandemic to now the shit we went through i don't even want to mm -hmm. talk about all this shit we went through but imagine all the shit we went yeah. through and if you could find a safe place where you could speak to somebody with no judgment laugh you know get nostalgia of some 90s r&b and just have fun, then that's what yes. I wanted to create. You got me, you got me there. Like that's how I know you're paying attention. <laughs> you got me. He said nineties RB, good one. I mean, bro, me. I, I mean yeah. that's the thing. And so I do these things and I feel like it helped because there are people that reach out to me. Yo, I'm from Canada, I'm young from Europe, I'm like from LA. What's up? You know, I like your stuff. And they vent. And I'm like, you know what? In return, I'll listen to you. But in return, show some love and send it to somebody else that needs it. And right. that's what I keep on doing, you know, and that's why it's important to connect. We know I connected with Mama's network as well, too. Right. I interviewed, right. you know, Jasmine, and I'm like, yo, we got to connect. And I think it's important for us to connect to as many people as possible because who knows who could be listening to this. So that's my whole that's right. forte, man, of doing this. Just if this could just reach out to one other person, man, I'm happy. You know, you're right. And and I, that's what I saw with you as well. Like I saw that, um, with you that, I, you know, just that that connection. I'm like, all right, he's connecting with people. We got to do the same. And that's how I looked at it when I, you know, right away after I saw you and I saw what you were about and I saw your, your content, I'm like, all right, we got to connect because this feels right. It feels like the right thing to do to kind of connect and build and support each other's platforms. It just, you know, I see, you know, um, I see, you know, myself in you in a form and, and I'm sure it's vice versa because we we're Latinos. We 
You know what I mean? So I feel like we have to, right? So we got to support, support each other. other straight up. We got to support Look, each other. And, and anyone listening to it, I'm going to be honest with you. Even the way I started this whole podcast, I knew a friend of mine, a uh, female best friend of mine, her husband, he makes beats. And I'm like, yo, one of these days, can I borrow one of your beats? Because I want to just blow it up with some some podcasting show. He's like, ah, yeah, do it. You know, I really don't work as much because I'm working, but here, have my beats. I'm like, great. I told one of my homegirls, you know, mad love for her. Yo, I take art class. I know how to draw stuff on the computer, but not perfectly. You know what? Maybe whatever. And next thing you know it, she gave me an art screen. Boom. That's my podcast icon. Boom. YouTube it. How to start a podcast. And that's it. That's it you know, it, from the first episode to now, obviously the quality gets better, but it's just about just shut up and fucking do it. <laughs> just do it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man, like, like that's one of the biggest takeaways I had, you know, from watching. He was like, all right, you know, this guy, he he gets it. You know what I mean? I'm like, this guy, he's <laughs> he's on some on some shit, man. Um, so I I want to talk about the relationship stuff because I know that's your thing. Like your 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 bread and butter is the relationships. It, it's an open space that people want to talk about, and and I'm cool with it. And I think when it comes to relationship, we all got to talk about this different different levels of it. The love side of it, when it comes to a partner, the shit you deal with yourself in relationship, and then you know you have your friendship relationship. There's so many different kinds of relationships. You have. Yet, if it's, I feel like it's the core of you. If you don't know, if you need to figure out who you are first, then everything around you makes sense when it comes to dealing with people. Like you talking to me right now, I can tell that you're an extrovert. You're someone that we can have a conversation. With. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you know, if I was someone introverted, you won't see this personality. I have to take time to get to know you. And right. that's one of the things that sometimes yeah, as a podcaster, you have to understand how can I get this other person to trust me to just open up and speak? Right. So I feel like giving people saying, you know what, this is your show. This is your platform. Speak what your heart says. Coincidentally, relationships are a big thing because, you know, people want that feeling, that love, that intimacy, man, they want it all. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. Do you so talking about that, right? How people kind of want that. It's almost I don't want to call it necessarily validation, but in some instances it could be validation, right? Because it, it feels yeah. good in a way. It's some of it is also some of it is like you want to feel that sense of, you know, you want to feel what it is to love or 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 to or like a lot, right? Somebody like you a lot. What is it about now where it seems like? With the age of social media, everything is so like, I don't know how you view this. Does everything seem forced to you? Like, I feel almost like everything moves so fast now. Like, and, and relationships don't seem to last like they once did. Do you notice everything the same is, thing? Everything is assumption now in relationships. Everything is, oh shit, I saw this post two weeks ago about relationships. That reminds me of me. So guess what? It's probably going to happen to me. Oh, if you don't wipe you up in the first three months, he's cheating on me. Guess what? I'm going to click a like and I'm going to go for the guy. There's so much shit on social media that it misinterprets what we do as people. You know what it is? Here's a perfect example of it. Relationships, period. Think about when you're young. Think about when, you, when you're a teenager. Right. When your, my first relationship was when I was 14. All right? So my first girlfriend. Think of I anything you do. So think of it this way. That was your choice, correct? That was your first time to actually date somebody, right? Yeah, I was, and, I was scared. And, and, <laughs> so exactly. So you know, you learn on your own. But as human beings, we don't want to fail on our own. Nope. You know, we always have someone old. You know, as growing up, holding our hand. But now we want to be independent, so we have our own girlfriend. We want to make it work. We don't want the outside world to look at us 
Like, oh shit, he, he, he got the wrong girlfriend. Oh, they broke up in a week. You don't want that. So that's the thing that back then it was easy and easier to like hide and, you know, learn from your mistakes. Now in social media, you people put freaking in a relationship, complicated, divorced. Oh married. God. Oh. The next day people dating each other and they're like, yo, I got to update my profile. I got to take all these pictures down of me and guys. I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's like, it's yeah. like your resume of life. I need yeah. to update my resume of life. But See, I right, think it's, it's forced. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like, and this goes along with what you were saying. Like, I feel like now we're under these pressures where we got to kind of put up this facade almost, or almost like we have to like show, it's almost like keeping up with the Joneses, um, almost in a way like, right. Even if we're hurting inside or we're all messed up or we just say, say somebody got, you know, got out of a relationship, you've seen them, right. Whatever. They got a front, they got to act like, Oh, nothing is wrong. Right. And they're going to show mm-hmm. this, or they're going to post these little cryptic, posts and stuff you know what i mean kind of throwing shade at because the, they know that they're waiting for the other person to see it it's like it, my it's like it's hidden yeah it's like hidden treasure but i'm gonna let the whole world see but this message oh like oh i'm gonna like this post and yeah. i'm gonna put this post for that person to see why why yeah. if yeah. you break up with somebody move the fuck on that's it you they don't need to worry about if they saw it or not why are you worrying about back they, validation. you still care validation i think that, goes back to that, that exists and i i make the argument as well and and I w- let me know if you if you agree with me on this too or what your thoughts are. Like I've said, I've felt for a long time already. And mind you, we need to have social media, right? It's it's obvious. Like I'm not saying it. Look, it's good. It's good for business. It's good. We need it for everything. I'm not disputing the how valid it is and how valuable it is. What I am disputing, the problem I have is that we've become as a society so obsessed for likes, for clicks. For retweets, reposts, read this, read that, reaction, validation, to the point that we can use it to, it can be to our detriment where we're, if we let it, it could really eat at us if we're not getting the reaction and what we want, the response we want. What is your thought on that? You, you hit around the money, man. People, you know, it's a validation. It's, it's something they want. It's something as a, as a person that walks to the door and says, I'm going to create my social media. If I get that two likes, three likes, 20 likes, someone out there that needs to like my stuff. And little by little, this gets to people's heads sometimes. Oh, you know what? Let me start showing off more. Let me let people just see my personality more. Oh, let me just post this morning coffee. Let me just post my day walking by. I'm sad. I'm going to post a picture of sad. The way I thought social media was back then, so for example, Instagram, when Instagram first came out back in the days, back in the days, it was supposed to be just a picture, like a picture. You just post a picture, and then all of a sudden it became a selfie game. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, now I thought in my eyes social media was let me share to the media world what I view. But if you think about it, let's go back to MySpace, man. Let's go mm, back to yeah, MySpace. Let's take it back. Oh, man. Let's take it back where it first started, where all this shit first started, with the top eight, top five, top ten. With Tom. And that's what... And then that's where the drama started. Think about it. Think about if you weren't on top five for somebody else. That caused oh, problems. Man. Oh, you why took is that it person back. number one? Yeah, but think of that compared to what you just said right now about likes. Same concept. Mm-hmm. The difference is if, mm-hmm. if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, why aren't they liking my pictures? Why aren't they calling my pictures? Are they too into me and they're commenting all my pictures on purpose because they don't want another female to comment and stuff? That just brings so much attention and headache to stuff. And it makes no damn sense. 
That was so real. That was so real. What you just said was so real. Go ahead. It's real, but it's real now. And you know what? I'll I'll give it to this level of it. I have friends that, and my page is public. So that that brings an anxiety because back then, think of this way. Think of people right now that have private pages and public pages. I have a public page. That means I don't give a fuck. The whole world could see my shit. Mm-hmm. Think of the people that are very private, that just want selected people on their page to like their stuff and to only promote what they currently have, which could be family, but it could also mean some, some messages to their ex. You know, And think of this. Mm-hmm. Let's say when they break up and they're not part of that circle anymore. They're not part of it. They get kicked out. Yep. Now that they're just private, they can't see shit. That brings a whole nother game of jealousy of problems for people. Man, it's a whole world, man. It's like you opening up Pandora's box. It's a like, drama that necessarily you shouldn't bother having. Like if you're <laughs> telling me, and, it, and, it, and it's true, I'm not going to lie to you. Let's face it. I could click on my on my Instagram right now. Five things you'll see on my Instagram. You're always going to see. Sports, music, half-naked girls, and people that I know stuff. And that's a common thing that everyone's going to see. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I have a lot of my friends male friends that tell me I don't want social media because of that. Well, it's cool everything because of that. Until my girlfriend sees me that there's a, a bikini model on my stuff, it's over. She'll tell well, me to delete this stuff. Bro, here's the thing. And and you just, and it's funny, this is, this is taking another turn, but I like it. I, I know exactly what you're saying. And this is what, this is another thing too. It's like, on that instance, you can't win because like, they are throwing it at you. Like, and what I mean by that, I don't mean necessarily people who are real people who you know. I'm talking about like, you know, it's almost like a hustle. Like you got, and I, I don't want to just blame women because men do it too. But no, men, of course. They're showing their bodies and stuff like that. But obviously women can sell better than men can as far as their image, you know, um, by and large, obviously. Um, so like with, with that, with almost like soft porn, if you will, on Instagram, right? And even TikTok. And it's like, it's everywhere. You can't avoid it. So it's like, sports is another thing you can't avoid. But the other thing you can't avoid. So what do you think about that? It's five seconds, the way I look at it. You could go through people's pages right now over and over. The first three to five seconds will determine everything. If you see me and you run out chit-chatting, people want to listen to the first five seconds that we we speak about. It's like promotion. You know, we want to promote our podcast. We want to put up something hot and spicy for that first five, 10 seconds of people can right, come listen. Right. But, well, I'll find a spicy clip to put up. <laughs> but let's say <laughs> other people that don't do this, let's say they don't do this, you know, they're going to have to, you know, pretty pictures. People want to look out the best outside. People want to go and post whatever picture that makes them look beautiful or let right. people know, wow, this is my wow picture. That brings a misinterpretation to everything we do. You know, I think about your page. I think multiple, multiple stuff. I see music. I see coding line. I see quotes. That's great. Yeah. I have a female friend of mine that she loves to model. So all she does is post pictures of her model. And I tell her, I love it because, you know, you're modeling. And now she's like, oh, I posted something totally different. I mean, what you posted? Some quote about, you know, being a better person. I'm like, what happened to that quote? What happened to that post? He's like, I barely got like 2,000 likes. And how about the picture after that? Oh, after that, I put a picture of myself in the beach in a swimsuit. I got about 30,000 likes. That's so how like, it is. So, so I said, so you know your audience. She's like, unfortunately, <laughs> yes. My audience is people that want to see me in my body. I'm like, so then fuck it. Why don't you just mix it up? You know, why don't you mix it up? Why don't you be in the beach, 
and say some quotes and see what happens. But she said she's too scared about that because she may lose followers. And I'm like, wow, you really care about losing followers. But she's like, because I make money out of this. So that's another whole world. Wow. And it is I'm saying that social media in general is going to be toxic, but it's us as people to learn turn to control our cravings. Because, bro, we could go ourselves to deep into social media. Forget it. Could, there's, you could go deep as possible. End of the day, social media is always going to win. Yeah. So it's, all, it's always about how much you could control yourself. How can you control yourself before you become addicted to this? Yeah. Before yeah, you and, fall and into that circle. No, 100%. And, and I've, I've often said this to, to, to other people, you know, offline. And um, one of the things I've said is that I, I'm on record by, by saying I, I like what social media can do. And I understand that I need to use it and I use it. It's not something I particularly love using. It's not because it, it's, it sucks you in. It sucks your energy. And, um, you know, there's times where I don't feel like posting anything. There's oh. a lot of there's times where I don't write and, you know, you have to. But I and I, I'm stuck, you know, right. There's times where I'm like, I don't want to even look at anything. I just want to disappear somewhere for like a week. I did that. I did that for two months. I literally did that. So I, I'll check it out. End of, like, end of this year, I lost my other page, my personal page, a page I had for almost nine years. I got reported for stupid shit. Up to this day, I still don't know what I got reported for, matter of fact. From but from by who? who from Instagram? Instagram oh. said you're, you multiple violations and you lost. Don't even account. get like, me started. Don't even get me started. And I'm like, I could tell I'm you like, offline. Yo. I could tell you offline the BS that they put me through just to put. Oh, forget it. Go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an aneurysm. Nine years. Nine years of I think it was eight, nine to eight years. I had that page, and I had you know pictures of my kids growing up. It was right. like a lot of sensitive pictures. I thought I didn't appreciate. I lost that page. I'm like, screw this. I don't want to open a new page up. I'm going to just work. I'm going to you know what? Focus on my podcast. I said, you know what? I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to work my ass off, build this up. And guess what? I did. Then end of the June came. I'm like, you know what? I did about 20 episodes. I'm happy. I need a break. I need to you know, regain myself. And I'm saying I'm tired of posting stuff because I feel like I should post stuff. Because you know what? Think about it. As, even doing podcasts, you may have one listener, 30 listeners. You want to keep that, you know, thing climbing. Momentum. It's momentum. But sometimes you get drained. You're like, you know what? Oh, I'm tired. I took the whole summer off. Wow. I said, but let I me go back and relax. Let me go and relax a little bit. Enjoy, you know, the summer. Everything opening up again. And let me just re-listen to my stuff and see what I could make things better. And that's what I did. And I'm like, okay. Two months later, it was hard. Not going to lie to you. To get back on it, it was yeah. hard. because oh, It is because you took so much time off. You know, it's like when you're like, okay, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to start something. And then six months later, oh, here we go again. That's why I'm afraid. I tell you what, that's why like, like I've had people ask me, well, why do you record every week or every other week? I'm like, I'm afraid if I don't, I'm going to stop. So I just mm-hmm. keep going. I just keep, that's no, you know, that's not a slight on anybody who takes a break. I think if, no. if you, if you can take a break, go ahead. It's just that I'm that I'm wired that way that I'm like. I got to go, you know, I got to keep going. Cause if I stop hitting them, I'm going to, you know, even with social, with, media, with social media, media, yeah, all my social media accounts. I literally stopped this summer. I literally just chilled. I literally just hanged out went and had fun <laughs> with my family. I, and that's it. And now even on TikTok, I'm like, yo, 
I stopped posting once a day, twice a day. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to post every three days. Uh, I'm good. Then now I'm like saying, I feel better. I see things clearly. That self-care is important. We need self. People need to realize there is such thing called as social media self-care. And we need to look into that. And guess what happened a couple of days ago? The internet, what, the, what some social media were gone for a couple of hours. I didn't care. The Everything owned by Facebook. What Yo, were you doing? <laughs> Watching TV. I was on the computer listening to music. I was just doing basic stuff, like things not before social media. But I had my friends, I had some friends of mine that are like, yo, I'm trying to, you know, I'm on vacation right now. I'm like, okay, that's cool. He's like, yo, I want to send you a picture, but I can't because WhatsApp's down and my social media's down. I'm like, all right, just send it to me through a regular text message. He's like, nah, nah, nah. I just, I'll just wait till it goes back on. I'm wow. like, wow. His life like, stopped. He's like, I asked him why. He's like, nah, nah, because I, I, I did some crazy ass dance on TikTok too. I want to post this shit. Oh, but I'm like, God. I'm like, my man, like, like, you know, TikTok was still up. So he's like, yo, that shit is up. But, you know, he has everything connected. He's one of those that whatever he puts on one app, he puts on right, all of Right, right, yep, yep. So I'm like, so he won't touch this app unless they all connect. So I'm like, bro, like, who gives a fuck? Right, right. Like, you could put you it. Know, you could post it up later once once Instagram is back yeah, up. It, I, I swear, it wasn't a big deal to me. The whole thing of losing, you know, I don't know. In two thousand five, remember? Me neither. Me neither. I didn't even, dude. I was working. I wasn't even. I was like, whatever, whoop de doo, and I, I was yeah. whatever, la la la. I was lost. I didn't know. Until yeah, I, I tell people this. Remember in two thousand five when there was a blackout? Yes. New York City yep. blackout. Yep. What you What you did for those What you did for those two days? Bro, I'll tell you the truth, 100%. So at that time, okay, I'm man, you're taking it back, brother. I, re I First of all, that was fun, okay? Second of all, at that time, I used to make music. A lot of people don't know this about me. I used to rap. All like, right. I was a rapper. Like, I was, like, lyrical, spiritual, miracle, miracle rapper. Like, I was a lyrical rapper. I was, like, a battle dude. Like, I, I take your heart out of your chest and feed it to your dog, like, I was a beast, right? Not not to toot my own horn, but I was a beast. So, but but you know, I stopped. I'm not. I was I was different. I'm a different guy now. I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a good boy now. So, but anyway, I used. I went to the studio. I was I was going to the studio and legit. I was about to get in the booth and everything went out. I was supposed to record a song that day. That was what happened. I didn't, that was it. I didn't, then from there, I went to sweat my ass off. I was hanging out with some friends. We were just doing whatever, nothing crazy. We were just hanging around doing whatever people were looting. You just chilled people, pretty much. Yeah, chilled, you just yeah. chilled like, no, like nothing, right? And Nobody cared. This, we didn't care. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, when you grow up in a certain era, you, you know, you're built different. So well, we built different. Could, we, bro, you, we you had, the, take we came social up, media away. You could do all that shit from us. It doesn't matter, man. Bro, you know, give me where's the food? If there was look, if as soon as I swear to you, I think the next thing we did after we saw there was no studio, okay, power's out. All right, where's the food? Where's the water? I'm hot, it's hot as hell out here. Let's go get some water, get some food. Then we went to get look, White Castle. <laughs> then we got White Castle. People on my block, they're playing dominoes downstairs. They yeah. brought the stereo, they put the they brought the stereo down, the stereo, bring some CDs, some old school hot Where did you grow mixes. where did you grow up? I grew I up in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Willing How did I know? I... So I grew up in that area. So Bushwick. That's why. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that time my girlfriend was at the time like Knickerbocker. So I actually walked over there during that time, and I'm like, it was cool. It was like you saw the people in the streets just hanging out, doing 
But you see, the thing is, I think about now. Even we might have crossed media, paths, man, bro. Probably. I was I mean, there. I was in the hood, man. I was in Nickelbacker. I was there that day. I was. The studio was literally a few blocks away from there. The way I look at it, man, we're, we're all put in scenarios in life that if we have to think that, oh, man, social media is down. Oh, no. What's next? Oh, well. Move on. <laughs> I think, right. it, I think honestly, it's good. If you could, there's a way to shut down social media. For yeah, I agree. Every every month and just take a self-care day why not i agree we think, gotta do think that of, think, think of the basics that's why I'm, I'm releasing episodes every two weeks you know i'm filming as many episodes as i can when i can but every two weeks i'm gonna do that why yeah. because i want i want to have time for myself oh i appreciate life i appreciate time you know and i when i wake up in the morning i used to growing up the first thing we used to do when we we're young was turn the tv on I mean, I used to put BET back in the days or Same. MTV back in the days, just or you know, listen to music. Some put my CD, bang, that was my morning stuff. Reggae gold back in the days. Yeah. Oh like those. man, those were so, great. Those were great. Wake up in the morning, put my CD player on, blast my shit, and then as we got older, you know, the iPods, the iTouch, you know, MP3 players came into play. So now what I do with all this going on, I wake up in the morning and I listen to people's podcasts. I listen wow. to people talking because it's fun. It's it's cool because the way I look at it, it's intriguing. You know, last week you had a men- someone with mental health. And I am like, yo, let me listen to that on my way to work. Because the way I look at it is I could listen to the music if I want, but I ain't going to shift from that music. because I, I, appre- I, appreci- I appreciate that, first of all. I got to tell you, I appreciate that. I mean, wow. that's, the, that's the point. You're an informative person. Well, you're giving in feedback to people. So if you have 10 followers, 100 followers, even if it's a 15-minute clip or 10-minute clip, you're going to get something out of it. So yeah. the way I look at it, I rather listen to your stuff or, like, say, Mama's Network stuff or other people I follow, their stuff, because I'm going to learn something. Right, right. You know, right. compared to just listening to my old jams that I can know I can just listen to later on. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and that's that's one of the things that I look at. And and again, I do appreciate what you do on TikTok because it is different from what you see on there. So I do give you that. I acknowledge that. But at the same time, one of my biggest problems I have with TikTok is not not all, but a lot of it is kind of like the content is just is sapping the cells from my brain. So I feel <laughs> like I have to I have to dumb my content down to. But obviously, that's not the case because you're you're not doing that. So no, I, I mean, that's yeah, why I yeah. like what you're doing. So I I may I have, have to find it. a happy medium. I have to find a happy well, medium. Put it this way. I met a bunch of wonderful people on TikTok. Matter of fact, half of my last 10 episodes, more than out of the 21 episodes I have right now, half of them came from people from TikTok. People that I'm friends with. That I follow their story, their niche. Everyone has this type of you know stuff, either romance, motivational, toxic relationships. And I talk to them and I learn from them. If I go on your clip, if I go to your page and I see something that'd be like, wow, thank you. Because I actually forgot about that feeling. Oh, yo, how to lose weight, stop eating this junk. Or yo, you got this. Or any type of, any type of motivation, any type of something that can make my life better. If, if it takes a TikTok person to pretty much show me that, then I'm gonna connect with you. Because right. if it makes, if it helps me, why not share it to the world? And you know what? It's interesting because what I'm trying to do now for the fall is I'm going to actually start collaborating with anybody who wants to try being a podcast. So having another wow. co-host. 
That's so interesting. You're going to see the polls real soon. This is pretty much, isn't been open door policy saying, hey, you ever try to be the podcaster? You don't want, you know, you don't have equipment. Do you want to just give it a shot? Join me. Let's be a co-host. Let's just see how wow. it is. Wow. Why not? You know, you you have your own platform. You run it. You're the boss. That's different. You know, you do what the fuck you want to do. I, I respect that. I really do. I respect that. I, I think that's super, super, like, that you're really thinking outside the box, which, um, you know, I, I give, I really give it to you there. Because I, I don't even know if I'd have the, the patience or the to do that. To be honest with you, I love people and I love, you know, <laughs> but I not like you, that's what I'm telling you, you got that social worker thing going, bro. You're very, you have that demeanor. There, there's people out there that, you know, they go through, we all go through shit. That's just, that's just like this. Yeah. We all go through shit, whether we like it or not, live it, love it, fuck it. We all are one phase of those three things. Either you're living, the living side of it, your phase, in the love side of phase, you know, we could just call cloud nine. Cloud or, nine. You're fucking, or you're in the fucking phase of life where you're not holding back no more. You know, you're going to start a new path. Nothing's going to hold you back. And that's what I keep on telling people. You know, I'm at that point where I'm like, the fucking phase of life. Why not? Why not? Just why not? I have, look, I have people, I have people at work that follow me. I have like direct, I have big shots for my job that follows me. And I'd be like, yo, you can follow me all you want, but I'm not going to hold back the person I am. Right. So heads up. But it's just that intriguingness of challenging yourself. Think of it this way. Oh, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I first did TikTok, I was nervous that people were gonna make fun of me. And, you know, I was nervous that people were just gonna all oh, troll me and do stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That, there's always I'm trolls. Cool. So when I started doing it, I'm like, it's pretty cool. It's all right. I ain't gonna lie to you. You're right, though. There's a lot of other shit that people just follow, do the same bullshit. It's, and it's, it's like, okay, 90%. It. So that's what I thought in my head. And I'm like, you know what? Block this, block this, block this. And then little by little, I'm learning, yo, this is an algorithm. Topic relationships, motivational speakers. All right, cool. I could fuck with that. How to start podcasting. How to get the best audio, which is the best mic. You know, and I'm like, oh, shit. It became a learning curve. Like, for example, the Yeti mic. Uh, that's the mic I recently got. And because I had three different mics before that, and they didn't work as well. But all I had to do was click top five uh, mics for, you know, microphones. And boom, okay, affordable, got you. Best program to start a podcast, boom, got you. I'm like, yo, is that simple? Instead of me looking at the negativity of everything that an app has, I try to use that at its best ability. It's, it's funny. It's funny you say that about podcasting, too, because, like, I looked at it like that too. Like a lot of it was trepidation from me just putting self-doubt myself. Like I didn't need to put it, but I, I put it in there. Oh yeah, but I, oh, I don't have time. Oh, I don't have the mic. Oh, I don't, right. Oh, uh, if I, I look like an idiot to, or whatever. Oh, whatever. Um, I, I have at least. I don't know how to edit, right? And oh, I yeah, learned, right. I, I, dude, I'm self-taught in everything. Me too. I'm still learning. I, I'm still I learning. I do everything. I do everything on my own. I have no team. I wish I had a team. But I don't. But let me tell you that I have about maybe a good 18 hours extra of episodes that I did before the pandemic first starting. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, but the quality is not that good. And I'm like, you know what? That's a learning curve. That's how you learn. That's how you learn. And that's what I feel like. I always tell people just just do it. Whether you like it or not, do whatever the hell you want to do. You want to be yeah. a model? Fucking do it. Totally. But before you become a model, ask yourself, are you an introvert or extrovert? That's what I tell people all the time. 
I also people figure who yourself out first. Figure what do you do? What do you like? And stick with it. And you're going to find other people that like you for that. I love freestyle music. So, you know, old school freestyle music. Why? Because that's something my father grew up with. And at the time when I was a young kid, I thought they were talking to me. When I had my first breakup, I thought those motherfuckers were talking to me. Because yeah. when I, I used to listen to Eminem back in the days of Jay-Z back in the day, I used to get angry. I used to be on like, you know what? Fuck this, fuck that. And then I'm listening to old school freestyle music from, I'm like, wow. I kind of, re- I feel like that motherfucker's talking to me. It makes me I, happy. I, it's happy. It's just a beat. It's a beat mm-hmm. that I love. And as I grew up, it was like my comfort zone growing up. Like whenever I was pissed off or young, you know, going through young phases, my dad just blasted that shit and on a CD player. And I'd be like, all right, cool. So I grew up in that music, but I didn't really pay mind to the lyrics until I became a teenager. I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Like, then when you have your first heartache, your first breakup, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, you'll find a song. You'll find you'll one. Like, you'll, you'll be on that, like, yo, pass that Henny. Pass that Coke 45. What's up? You know, that's pass funny. that OE. But that's the way, you know, <laughs> yeah, the little dudes from the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, how it was. Yeah, more liquor. <laughs> but all this man you see how we talk about all this this is why it's important for us to say 10 years 15 years from now I don't know if I still have this good memory and I don't know if there's someone right now in the same hood that we're chilling with feeling the same way we do right. so that's why sometimes it's important to be able to share stuff uh, when our time is up you and me when, when it's our time to leave this fucking world you know there's nothing left behind I that's hope right. I can leave YouTube behind I hope I can leave this podcast behind for my kids or for any young person who, who may feel the same way. But that's my whole thing. I want to leave something behind. <laughs> so that's that's amazing. Now, that's the whole purpose of me being who I am and being able to support other people. Because, hey, five years from now, who knows? You could be blown up. You can make your shit big. You know, who knows? But guess what? At least I know I, I met you when you first started. And now I know you could guide someone else in the same process. You could be someone else's motivator. Anyone listening here, can be someone else's motivator. Yeah. No, not 100%. And I think it's important to always pay it forward, too. Like, the same way that I I tell you, I, you know, I, I thank you for, for really kind of planting those seeds in there a little bit for me, helping me out, even though you didn't realize it. But, you know, there could be somebody else listening or watching that I could be doing that for. So, just that, you know what I mean? It's just paying it forward and just being like, hey, listen, if you could do it too, and you know, you are you, because everybody can create something, because we're all so unique, right? There's a brand for you. Like, you are your brand. LJ is the brand. Santos is his brand. This is my brand. This is your brand. This, there's enough for all of us. We just got to go out and Definitely. get it. Look, what is that? I'm on your show right now, and I can literally say in your show right now, if anyone's listening to this and wants to just try being a podcast host. Hit me up. Let's do it together. Why not? It doesn't and matter if you mess up. You know, it just just at least you fucking did it. And at least someone gave you a shot to do it, you know? No, a hundred percent. And and we definitely we're gonna plug all your stuff here too, by the way. So you know, just so you know, we're gonna plug the podcast, all that <laughs> stuff, all your social media, and that's what we do. We like to celebrate. Yeah, I, I am trying. I am trying my best to keep myself organized like you, because you you keep it fire, man. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> No, I appreciate. Listen, it's hard. It, mira, it's hard, bro. It's hard, Papa. It's hard. I'm telling you. Listen, it's mira. It's not easy. 
I'm telling you, it's not easy, but you know, we're still a work in progress. We look, we're blessed. We're blessed. And a lot of this couldn't be possible without you. I've told you this already. So I appreciate you. Really. So I appreciate um, you. I mean, look at the guests you have. I, I enjoy it, man. You have some celebrities. And I'm, I'm like, I, I, I look forward for your next episode. Like, yo, look who he has. That's what's up. No, because you know what it is? Is that I, and look, there's been a lot of swings and misses. I've, I've reached, because I don't have any, look, I look at it like this, right? I got no shame. I got no fear. I got nothing to lose. What's the worst can, that can happen? They'll ignore me. They will say Pretty no. Much. I could, I don't want to, you know, in the interest of business and, and not being, you know, I don't want to put their names out there. I've reached out to some big boys. And I look, did I expect to get all of them? No. But I took a swing because I you never know who's watching, you don't know who's listening. Exactly. And I said, screw it. So I've had and I've had a couple people who have said, Hey, I'll do your show. Um I'll, I could tell you that offline, but I've had people who say, Look, I'll do it, and they just didn't come through. But but you know what? I love I got love for them the same. It's okay, because you never know, they may come back around. So um I want to do, right, I want to do, I'm introducing a new segment since you're the, I'm going to introduce a new segment. This segment is going to be called What Santos Said. So this is, this is how it works. The way it works is what Santos said, the way it works is I will be showing, can you see? Okay. So I will be showing a video clip from a previous episode. And all right, and um, and you're gonna, I, I'm gonna react to a previous clip and then I'm gonna ask for your take after, okay? This is about relationships, and on this clip, I'm talking about how relationships are like boxing. Take a look at this, listen to this. A worthy opponent is someone who is worth fighting for. I repeat, a worthy opponent is a woman who is worth fighting for. In boxing, it would be a worthy opponent. This is someone who is, you're stepping up in competition. You know you want to fight them. This opponent has a world championship. Let's let's say for, let's just go with this, right? This woman is the world boxing champion. She is the elite of the elite of the elite. She's got titles. Let's say she's got titles in two divisions. She's got the WBC, the WBA, right? World title. She's got no losses. She's never lost. She's gorgeous. She gets any man she wants. But the difference is she's not, she's not easy to knock out. Meaning she's you're not gonna, you're not gonna get to have your way with her. You're not gonna get in the bed with her in two seconds. She saves herself. She's a hard nut to crack. Hmm. So, so <laughs> on this clip, I'm talking about, so what I was saying, <sighs> what did I, what was I saying? So on this video clip, what I was saying, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the view here, but um, what was, ah, uh, crap. I leave it. All right. You gotta you gotta work with me here. Okay, no, no. No, we good. We good. <laughs> Dude, uh, all right. All right. So the way that this works, uh, I don't want to put it like that. I, I think it's um hold on. No. 
What's going on here? Let All right. Go. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Um, the way I look at it is I, I was comparing a, a boxing. I was comparing relationships to boxing, knocking her out. That was not uh, knocking her out was capturing her. That was not knocking, knocking her, her out. out. Right. <laughs> right. And so people, they loved it. They loved that, that comparison. What are your thoughts on that? Like, do you like, that was what I would say. I was like, look, just knock, knocking her out. What are your, what do you think about that? The first thing that came to my mind was when you said it was not going to be easy. She's tough. I'm thinking about a woman who has her guard up, probably with all the shit she went through, but got her life to, uh, back together. And now she's not going to let not just any ordinary guy come into her life, which I feel like we see all the time. So for, for, for example, uh, Jane Doe got into a relationship, didn't work out. Let's say she became a single mom, dropped out of high school, all that stuff. Now that she's single, she went from being a single mom, raising her kid on her own to, let's say, college degree, her own job, her own crib, her own car. And now a regular dude out there wants to jump on that and say, I want you. But she's like, uh-uh, I'm not that easy. And Polly tells him, yo, I don't give it up until six months. And then, you know, some guys be like, really? How do you know? You know? And I feel like the, the, the bar is set higher. And I right. see that all the time with that. And I think that's great because the way I look at it is you want that. You want the best version of, yourself, of that woman. But ask yourself the same question. Do you feel like you fit that category? Oh, and I think that's the way I look at it. I feel like there's a, there's a minimum requirement that person has to get the title. So for you know, in boxing analogy, right, the weight right. class, the records, how many wins and losses. Competition, level competition. So that's the way I look at it. So the way we want to look at it is she could probably lost that one time that really screwed her up. So let's say she's like 10 and one and a dude that's like three and 10 wants to holler at her and wants to shot with her. She's not going to pay no mind to that. Right. But a, right. but a guy with a level, let's say 10 and two or 10 and three that has almost the same criteria, was a champion before maybe been to the same level. And now when going back down, you could talk about that. You know, right. that's why sometimes in relationships, the way you look at it, I think about how, and I actually did an episode on that single people with kids you know, are you a mother with somebody with kids? Are you going to date someone with no kids or with kids? Because of the different level of skill sets you have there. And most right. of the time they tell me I prefer dealing with someone with kids because they know that kind of level, that skill set of being a parent. Right. It's not right. the same. So I look at that as boxing, like, uh oh, this dude's a newbie, doesn't know how it is to raise two kids. This woman already has two kids all grown, you know? Right. So that's the way I, I interpreted that, that video. I appreciate that. And, and look, that, that's a new segment I, I just introduced now. And you're the I first like guest. I, like I appreciate it. that. I appreciate you know that. What? You should put in your post. You should put that in your post and tell people to send you like some messages and you post the best one on your Instagram. Why not? Hey, man. I'm, tell I'm telling you, this guy right here, this guy is sharp, man. This guy is sharp. You're good. <laughs> you're good. So, I guess I, I want to kind of, I guess, I don't want to wrap it up yet. I know you, I don't want to want to wrap it up yet, but I just want to touch on some relationship stuff with you because you're, you're right. kind of like, Shoot. you're good. You're good. Throw me some narratives, man. Throw me anything right. you want. All right. All right. All right. So when it comes to, I got, because, you know, I got to write this stuff down, bro. I'm looking <laughs> at right now or something. Okay. When it, what is the biggest, when it comes to a woman, like what, what do you look at? And again, you don't have to necessarily go into specifics, but with as much as you can, right? 
what would be what is like the biggest turnoff when you when you were let's say when you, if you I'm not gonna ask your personal status but if you were in the when you were in the game if you were in the game you're looking for a woman what were what were like the biggest turnoffs as far as character traits like you're like oh, I'm about to go on a date you go on a date and oh what the hell's wrong with her I don't like this so I don't like like what I would think you it think? was an entitlement entitlement. The entitlement part of it the part of if you're not rocking these type of sneakers, you ain't driving that type of car, you know, you ain't that type of person for me. And then mm. when you ask them, like, I'm sorry, what is it that you're offering again? This all right here, this full body <laughs> figure. And then you'll be like, what does it do? What skill sets do you have? And, you know, like, what is it that, what trick do you have that could possibly make you different from somebody told different? And then they look at me like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And as I got older, you know, even after I settled down and I'm really like seeing other people, just how to communicate with other people, the same concept still works that way. Well, yeah. I'm entitled, you know, well, unless you're taking me to Cancun or to this resort, I'm not going to no three starter under like, okay, that's what's up. I have, you know, and that's the way I think of it. That's the, the biggest turn off. Or when they treat you with less value. And it's yeah. something that we, we haven't I haven't touched on my podcast, even though I have some recording. That friend zone, belittling, there's a difference between being in a friend zone and being belittled. So I think that's one of the biggest turnoff. When you know you have someone good in front of you, but you abuse that power and don't give that person the right respect. So I think power in general is a big turnoff. Mm -hmm. You have power, and if you're not using it correctly as a human being, you could really hurt someone and damage someone. So when it comes to entitlement and power, I really think that's the biggest turnoff. You think just because you have this asset and I don't have it, that makes you more than me? That's, that's the thing a, as human beings that really should turn anyone off. That should be a red light, red, you know, goodbye. Red flag. Unless yeah. you're trying to just have a one-night stand or something, should then buy. That's different. Yeah, yeah, that's different. That's different but, because there's, there's, you know, you're not, you don't have to tolerate much. You, you, I mean, what I'm saying is you just tolerate what you, what you will and that's it. It's not a commitment. So yeah. um, that's crazy. And it's interesting you say that because <laughs> when you I'll, I'll share mine as well, because I think it's a good dialogue. So for I think for me, the biggest character trait that I always would see when whenever I was, you know, whatever um, for with a woman would be like um, self-absorbed. A woman who's self-absorbed to me is like the biggest turnoff because the way I look at it is if she's so into herself, she can never possibly be into you. And, and and I mean like truly into you. I mean like if she cares so much about, I'm not saying she can't care about herself, self-care, you know, uh, makeup, uh, hygiene is very important. All that stuff is important. Dress well, smell good, all that. But it almost goes with what you're saying a little bit, but it's more along the line of being so self-absorbed that you could just see it, that they're just, everything is about what you can do for them. It's never about what they're going to do for you. Not that and you're that asking, goes, that, but. That goes back to the roots of where they, they come from, where mm -hmm. they come from, like when they grew up the way. I've seen so many people to tell me that, that they're old school mentality. And if, here's a perfect example. I have a female friend of mine that believes that, you know, you should be a good housewife. I'm like, so you prefer being a housewife? Yeah, I'm going to be a housewife. I'm going to be cooking cleans, you're my man, doing everything that has to do, but he paying all the damn bills. I'm like, but don't you want to work either and, you know, provide? Maybe you never right. know. You could probably right. hit it hard, you know? She's like, nah, I'm good. I'd rather raise the kids. And I'm like, okay. 
I guess that's just the style. And if you look back into their family lifestyle, their mothers and grandmas are the same way too, and their aunts. And I met other females that'd be like, hell no, we're gonna go 50-50 everything. Screw that. Yeah. And but and it's interesting because they come from the same family trait, like someone who used to be a a housewife. So it's like it, you know, the way I look at what you just said was it's like an onion. You gotta peel it off little by little. Yeah. You know, because sometimes it's a show. You know, we always want to dress to impress our first time. All the time. Yeah. And and I think that's a show. Sometimes I think after a few weeks, or you put people in scenarios, yeah. you really get to know this person is like, nope. yo, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna see you unless I have my makeup and my nails done and like, and you know, I'm like, well, I knew, a, you know a, yeah, I knew a friend of mine that he had to get a brand new pair of sneakers every two weeks. Oh, come because on. his really? girlfriend. His girlfriend at the time was a sneakerhead, um, and mm. she wanted to make sure that he matched up to her level of sneakers. That was already grounds to go like this to cut. And no, he, <laughs> he like, did how it. old are you? You're a sneakerhead. How? I mean, he, I don't. He, I like sneakers, but what? Look, it's like, and I told him like, how much money are you spending? Yeah. At least every every month, at least a good six hundred dollars. That's too much. I'm like, why? He's like, no, nah, because she wants me to look fresh. For what? <laughs> Just because she tells you so? He's like, yeah. I'm like. Bro, that's six hundred dollars. You can do with whatever the hell you want for yourself. Like, and she's like, "Do you wear them?" After she's like, "I just wear them like six, seven times, and I put them away because I want to buy fresh kicks every month." I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. you live on your own. You have a kid. You know, you pay child support. You do everything you do on your own." She still lives with mom and dad. So that's why she can do it. Yeah, that's why she's she, able. She's got all this income. She doesn't have to pay anything. She yeah, can buy so, all the sneakers she wants. She probably doesn't wear a, a, a men's size shoe. I would imagine either. Hell so, no, no. She's she 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 the ones that have that. Three the baby foot. Sized, oh my god! Yeah, I, I could yeah. say I hate that. I'm jealous. I that. see. I see. Cualquiera. Anybody, yeah. yo, bro. Anybody, right? <laughs> Am I? Yeah. No, Jordans right. will cost like seventy dollars, like sixty dollars, whatever, in that size. Whatever. You're blessed if you have under five feet, a five size five and under as a female. You're blessed. Yeah. You, come you on. So I'm. I'm saying. And look, I. I like sneakers. I. I occasionally I still have to get a pair once in a while. Like I just, I, but I'm not a, but I wear mine. You know what I mean? That's different. Like, and, and there's times and places for them too. Cause I like to switch it up. Like, I don't want to just always wear sneakers. Like I'll throw on loafers. I'll throw on boots. I'll, you know, I like to switch it up. Usually when I'm doing my podcast, I'm wearing my merch because I have to sell my merch. <laughs> so, but I don't always wear a hat. I wear a hat most of the time when I'm on an episode, except for right now. But, <laughs> and but, I mean, I, I keep it like the New York City rule: uptowns and some tins. Yeah. It's a requirement. Yeah. So yeah. every year, get a pair of uptowns. Get a matter of fact, but I haven't bought a pair of tins in a while because I still have two brand new pairs. For the Me, really? Just chilling. Just chilling. Warm. Constructs. I, mean, uh, I have high tops and low top ones. Okay. That's how much I just. Okay. I like before. Before I had kids, yeah, of course. You know, collect sneakers, Jordans. You know, Air Maxes. That was the shit. You know. Yeah. Once we became, you know, became a it father. Changes. I sold, you know, it hurt me, but I had to get rid of some of them and sell them. Wow. But now, like, like I, now that, you know, he's getting older too, my son, I'm like, you know what? Let me get him to the basic fashion, uptown, the tins, you know, and then little by little. But not trying to exaggerate because I think the sneaker game now is oh, it's bad, man. It's, it's expensive and, and, and I don't understand it as much. But this whole reselling, reselling, buyer's market. Garbage. Stuff, Garbage. It's, it's hurting people because, like, I'm like, oh shoot, Air Max 95s, buck fifty, buck sixty. Now I'm seeing them for like 300, 350. I'm like, damn, like, what happened? Right, right. 
No. You remember you used to go to Knickerbocker. You go to Knickerbocker, you go to, Bro, Jimmy you go to Graham. Go to Jimmy Jazz VIM store, just hit there. Pair of Uptowns, pair of Amaxes, pair of Tims, you good. That's it. Bro, I'll tell you what I used to do. Um back in the back in that time, I mean I'd either go to Graham, I go to Knickerbocker, I'm going to the Coochie Frito around the corner. Bro, not too spot. far. Oh my god, if you're listening to this right in the corner, Knickerbocker, yo, they have the ill chicharron right there. Is Isla? Isla Isla. Yeah, man. Who knows? Before COVID, I can tell you that it was legit. Man, listen, I used to live. Listen, I was there. I was always there. I would always be on Nickabaca Avenue. I would go buy my my you know buy my clothes there. Everything. I did you know, everything you know that was a spot back then. Nickabaca. We'll talk about like late nineties and first oh one oh two. Like yeah. you want to go looking fresh there, going walking down Nickabaca. Always, Avenue. always. Because you want to, you know, you want to look fresh. Because you know, there's only some girl, you know. Mm -hmm. Or some spot. That was, it's like the mall. Back then, when you want to go date somebody, just go to the mall. Yeah. For you us, know, it was Nickelback. Yo, Queen Center Mall too, though. I will go to Queen Center Mall sometimes. Nah, Nickelbacker, Steinway. Oh, and, Steinway too. Steinway. Yeah. The, the movie theater in Astoria, that was a spot too. Yep, Astoria. So, you know, Damn. that was like, you know. But you see right there, you know, growing up, if you don't rock a nice car on your way there, People won't look at you if you right. if your if your speakers ain't blowing up the block, if your Honda Civic ain't blowing up. It had to be a Honda music. Civic. It had to be. It had to be a Civic. You're a hundred percent right, man. It, 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 you know, it's nostalgia, man. But that goes too. That plays into the role. Like our mentality, we have uh, what we see is like, yeah. When I was a teenager, a girl be like, "Yo, if you ain't got no car at fifteen, I don't want you, bitch. I don't even have my permit yet." I got a bike. I got, I got a bike. Your pegs, you want to ride? Yeah, but you see the mentality. That's the mentality it was. It was like, yo, you, you, how am I going to chill with you? What car you got for me? I'm like, what car? I ain't got my permit, man. <laughs> but she also looking at your sneakers, too. Yeah. Oh, she look at, time, oh, you can't have creases on your shoes. Your whites <laughs> had to be, your white uptowns had to be white. At that time, we're talking about when Black Timberland, the Black Tims came out with that little brush. Yes. Oh, first, I forgot about those. I used to walk around with the brush. You had you had your North Face pouch back in the days too. The North Face pouch, um, yes, one hundred percent. Also, the the Gore-Tex. Oh, what? That was a New York City thing. Gore-Tex, a jeans, some Tims, a white tee. I used to wear Jabos. I used to wear Jabos. I don't know about what? about you. The Jabol pants. I used to love those pants. Nah, man. I mean, I couldn't afford those like that. I had to work. I, I used my whole paycheck for that. <laughs> I was working at McDonald's, bro. Like back then, when I was a teenager. That was my one of my. See, that was my first. That's job. another thing too. My first job was in a supermarket, just picking, just putting the bags in, and just doing walking the ladies, literally walking the ladies to their homes for the bags, just yeah. for a little two dollars, three dollars tips. Little, tips. You know, yo, back in in Williamsburg, they used to Cameron tip Park. back then. They tip back oh. then. I remember they would tip. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you ever been there before, but in Willisburg, there's a under the BQE. In, mm -hmm. um, I don't exactly. 
Grand Avenue, Koopa beginning Pro- Boulevard. My, my Koopa Projects. Yeah, the, under BQE, there used to be a guy selling hot dogs back in the day. Everyone used to line up there, just mm-hmm. a dollar. I'll be in there. I'm like, Grand Avenue back in the days, Graham, all that shit. Psh. That's that, that oh, was like man. I'm saying that that growing up, just thinking about it now. You just you took know, me I'm, back, man. <laughs> thinking about everything we just spoke about now, relationships and all that. I'm thinking in my head, wow. From that conversation of walking with a girl down the block, talking about this is what I want in a man, and you're only a teenager, to what it is now in the game, I feel bad for the new generation. Yeah. Because back then it was just, you know, rock, you know, picking up in a car, taking to a movie, put the window down, pass through my old hood so my ex-boyfriend could see me blasting music in a nice car. Now it's about social media, posting, what have you done for me lately, what vacation trip I'm, I'm going to right now. Everything happened so fast. I feel like back then, I, I feel like even with music too, right? Obviously with hip music, with hit, hits would last the whole year. Now hits last like two seconds, a month, a week. And it's Yo. like everything moves so fast. Yo, LJ, everything moves too fast now. That's just the, the reality. Had 97 mixes. Yes. Yo, I had, oh my God. Yo, the everyone, nostalgia, bro. Every, everyone used to collect them. Oh, shoot, a new one. I had them. Yo, yo, new one, yo, yo, I got a, had a, I used to go to the African dude and get, there was, there was always an African guy, Nickelbacker. I, to Nickelbacker. I used to go to Nickelbacker. Oh, the new, oh, Reggae Gold came out, Volume yeah, 2. Go. Let's that. go. Three you for know, 10. Eddie Bootleg. There you go. Yo, you want to watch the Titanic? There's a movie right there. Two VHS is right there for you. Yo. Bro. I mean, well, DVD, life was DVD. simpler. Yeah, life was simpler. Less headache. There was still drama growing up in our way. But imagine now with people, the shit people are going through now. Well, you had to be careful with, yeah, you had to be careful like what block you were walking on. But I posted up something on TikTok recently saying that if you were raised in the 90s, 80s and 90s, you must, we all done stupid shit. And the difference between now and then, back then there was nobody recording you. And posting that shit online, it was stupid no, shit you done. no, you didn't have to worry about none of it. Yo, if now, somebody had beef, right? If somebody had beef, you could see, you literally could pull up on his block, snuff him, nobody go away. The guy would not talk. I know because I've seen it. The guy would not talk. There was no footage. There was no camera. It, it didn't happen. Oh, now I, no, I used to no, know no, some no, tough no. guys. I used to know some tough guy. I used to know some tough guys that did some shit. And I, didn't, I ain't going to say shit, but I'm just saying, I've seen it. Growing up back then, to think about what now, if you want to compare relationships now and then, man, back then, we probably had it good. Yeah, we had it great. Now, compared to what you're going to deal with now, which is, yo, so I follow this person online, and they tell me if you don't do this and that by three months, it's over. Like, it's the influence. It's it's like what you see on TV, those movies that they tell us what different personalities in the future and shit like that. Right now we're talking and this is us. This is pretty much who we are. Right. But some people just want to post on social media the positive side of things. I like to post everything. You know, because people post what they want yeah. you to see. Exactly. If there are videos I post, I love, you know, some of the stuff I follow, I post some happy shit. There's some sad shit. And then I'll put some food up for me just chilling because that's the way things are. I'm not trying to get like, yo, yo, get, get my best angle. I don't give a shit. People sometimes be saying, yo, why don't you get a haircut frequently? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't have time. You nah. know, I work. So That's why. That's what the hat is for. That's why I put the hat on, bro. I'm like, look, my hairline is going crazy now. Whatever. I'm already, it's whatever. Nah, man. You know? I mean, the way I look at it is this. Everyone should be themselves. Do what you got to do. Uh, look, if you have a family, then no one else matters. 
if you have friends, they care who you are no matter what. All right? Your friends That's are your well friends. said. And, and I have friends that I haven't seen since the pandemic. And, <laughs> right, we're still right. best, and guess what? Thanks to social media, thanks to like WhatsApp, we still chit-chat and talk. Then nothing ever happened. But I do see online people be like, yo, I haven't spoken to a friend in a year, so that person changed. Maybe they did, but I know who my friends are. Sometimes we grow. Sometimes we, you know, we do things differently. But like I said earlier in the show, you know, we always have to grow. We always have to, we're always going to be a better version of ourselves every year. So even after this podcast that we just did right now, I'm pretty sure I'm a better person after we've done speaking because of the knowledge we learned and what we shared. Yo, bro, listen, you, you, I'm telling you, you, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm not cutting you off yet, but well, I'm saying you're welcome every anytime. I just want you to know that because you're. I like, mean, there. Yeah, I mean, then we should collaborate later on, do some other stuff. Yeah, no, know? definitely anytime. Um, you, you definitely because yeah, I love your perspective. You're, you're really like you're on it. You're, you're a guy who you're a real dude. You're a genuine dude, and man, like that, that took me back, man. That nostalgia. I'm, I like when I, when you feel that, right? When you, when you hear these stories, it kind of takes you back, right? It's almost like. You could almost taste the food you ate at those time those times, right? You could taste the tropical fantasy soda or juice. You could taste right. You could taste the 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 food from the from the cuchifrito, like legit. <laughs> Bro, the next the next tells back in the days. The next tells the chirp, the chirp and all that. Bro, the sidekicks yeah. people had sidekicks. I remember those things were Yo, so I slow. Mean, <laughs> I think I, I think about where this all started. I'm like. AOL. I keep on thinking about AIM, AOL. AOL. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's what started. When people ask me, yo, how, how do you learn how to talk to people? Oh, okay, I used to be on AIM all the time trying to talk to some girl when I was a kid. Just that trying to learn how to talk. Me too. And then, Bro, you know, when I get dumped in that, it doesn't matter. Just I'm learning. That's how you learn Like, Just fucking do it. I have a story, right? I have a real quick story about AOL, right? So I used to live on AOL. I loved AOL. My, I used to beg my mom, mommy, please don't let me. She would give me time frames to use it because remember, we from the era of dial-up. Let's be clear. Like we used to have dial-up, right? We had to wait. Like mom couldn't use the phone if I'm online. Get off the whatever. Ah. Yeah, to hold it. Get off whatever. The, yeah. the dial-up. Yeah, no. The dial-up. Oh man, the DSO. Yeah. That annoying sound. I don't know. If you, if you used to do this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad used to sleep at night, and I used to try to go on AOL back in the days when I was really young. I used to put like a pillow on top of that router machine. They used to make like a buzzing sound, like trying to log in on AOL. I had to cover that shit because the amount of noise that shit just to log in take about a, a good minute just to log in. I mean, it, the way I look at it, man, is what you're doing, what I'm doing, people listening. It's a great thing, man. It um, is, and and like, it. like 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 real quick, right? So I'll tell this real quick story. So like online. Uh, on AOL, I had this instance where, like, I, I I feel messed up about it now, but I used to talk to older women. So, like, I would fake my okay. age, right? We used to all, no, but that's not the messed up part. I used to fake my age, right? So I had this, I don't know why I did this. I had, like, I had sent somebody a fake picture. I was, like, 16 years old. I was talking to this older woman. She was bad, bro. Bad, bad older woman. And I went to go meet her. Like, I went to go meet her. But she didn't know it was me. I never showed my face. I wasted her time. I showed her, like, I, I showed her a picture of me, but it wasn't me. It was some you other guy. You clickbait? You clickbait her? Uh, yes. Before it was a catfished thing. Catfished her? I was catfished. I was 16 years old. 
And I felt I felt bad about it afterwards, but I saw her. I was like, damn, I couldn't, I didn't have the courage to co go up to her and tell her because I knew she was gonna say, Oh, you're some kid. I can't mess with you. You're not the guy who should. I I I sent the picture of some guy that kind of looked like me, but like an older version. So I was so young, I was intimidated. I didn't, I liked her. I really did like her, but I couldn't show her that I was a 16-year-old kid. She was like 28. But you know what oh, I mean? Man. I was I was reaching for the stars, bro. Why so not? like shoot your shoot your shot. Do you shoot your shot, bro? But yeah, don't show your face. So I, I regretted it. I, I did. I I kind of, I was mad. Like I was mad you at see, myself. You, you see, AIM and Air World, that was a simpler time. And actually, it was also good and scary. Yeah, it was scary. More about texting. It wasn't more about your profile picture. Remember, you had to scan a picture back in the days. Oh, nobody's picture. Like nobody had a picture. Yeah, Very so it was normal not to have a picture of somebody. Yeah, right, right. And, it, and it wasn't like, yo, give me a cell phone number. And be like, yo, oh, if you had a, yo, if you had a picture, no, no. If you had a picture, you were like, eso era de riquito. Like, you, like, where is that? Right? Even that, they, oh, I want to hear your voice. Be like, yo, you got to call me after 9 p.m. because I got minutes. I got my 500 yeah, minutes a month. But you see, the, you see the whole concept. The concept is, as we get older now, this, this world that we're in, this social media world, before you even talk to somebody, you could see their picture, their name, their links. You know, you could look up people like nothing in the internet before you even meet somebody. Yeah. And, you know, that's the creepy part about all this. You already have an assumption of a person that you meet them. Right before you meet them, you know everything about them. And that's why I, have, I try to tell people, just keep it simple. If they want to know more about you, they got to talk to you. Right. You know, they just can't assume that, oh, I know what he's about. I know what he does. No, bitch. Talk to me. Don't assume. Right. You know, right. And I think that's the thing with this generation now when it comes to relationships, why social media is such a problem. Before we're in a relationship with the new era people, there's already so much assumptions. Right. All right. Back then it was like, hi, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Let me get to know you. Matter of fact, do you have friends that I know? Now it's about, yo, let me see your followers. Let me see how many people know you from my group. Let me yeah. see if any of my homegirls fucked around with you before. Like, it's, it's simple. Back then, it was like, yo, I used to like this girl from the block. I'd be like, oh, yeah? Oh, I'll introduce you one day. Now it's like, yo, what's her Instagram? What's her what's her TikTok? I think I follow her. Let me see what she's writing. Does she have OnlyFans? Let me see. Man, I, we yeah. could go on forever about this. That's crazy. <laughs> like, that, that's a whole other episode, just social media. Like, we could just dive in deep. But um, I, I just I just wanted to tell you, um, first of all, thank It was great having you on. Um. You know, it was no, great. I appreciate you, man. You, no, listen, you're welcome anytime. We we gotta collaborate again. We'll do it, we'll do another one, we'll do more. Um, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, tell the people any last words. But nah, so you can follow me on Instagram, you know, LJ Rivera. And you know, if you're ever curious about my podcast, just literally put live it, love it, fuck it. But instead of putting the F U on the U, put the star on Google and you'll see all my shit there. But like I said, I do appreciate anyone. And if you like what I, you know, you hear, and like I said earlier, if you're listening to this right now and you're curious about podcasting, hit me up. We'll do an episode together. And if you want to talk about anything that you're very prideful for or something that you really feel you want to share to the world, hit me up. There's, a, there's an open door for me. I'm not, you know, trying to reach for the stars and reach all the celebrities. Everyone has a voice, you know? So if you want to share it, feel free to hit me up. <laughs> Just say Santos send you. Say, right. Tell, tell them. There you go. 
There you go. Tell them Santos sent you. Nah, brother, I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, thanks again. Once again, LJ Rivera. Make sure you guys check out the Live It, Love It, Fuck It podcast. And make sure to look for it on iHeartRadio, right? iHeartRadio, go ahead. Where is it? iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, all the all the main platforms. All the big ones. All the big and platforms. Hopefully, hopefully real soon, I'll be on YouTube real soon. Look out for that YouTube coming soon as well. We'll definitely we'll plug all your stuff in the description. And uh, they'll also obviously be on this video too. So, um, LJ, thanks a lot, man. It's a pleasure. We got to connect again. I appreciate you, man. You have a wonderful day. Keep doing you, man. I love keep, it. Keep yo, same here, brother. Best, all the best. Thank you so much. Have a good night, man. Take it off. Good one. All right, Take peace, easy, bro. Guys. All right, guys. So, um, oh man, I want to thank my guest, uh, LJ Rivera. Very, very insightful. Good, um, good guest to have, man. He was great, man. He, I'm telling you, he, this guy knows his stuff, man. His his perspective is just so um, refreshing. And um, what he does really, it, it, it's really great to to see. And um, quite frankly, man, he's gonna go places. He he, he already is. And so, uh, make sure you guys check out uh, "Live It, Love It, Fuck It" podcast with LJ Rivera. Um, so, big thanks to him. Thanks to everyone listening. This was episode twenty, episode number twenty. Uh, Make sure to follow me on Instagram, Santos Thread Shop. Visit santos-threads.com and away we go. And as always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say it with your chest. Peace.